Paul, the other month we um, called our shot and made a new show called Why Not, and then we said we'd be doing it every month and everything, but yeah. we quickly got lost in the shuffle. Whoops. Well, tell them, Phil. Well, to make up for that, uh, I think it's safe to say that the Swartz is with us, and we're asking the question, why not stay home? Yes, the space balls. And uh, with any why not, we might as well just start out with the basic info, so we'll rip it. All right, well, the movie came out in 1987. I think it was a terrific year, for one, of the 80s. Um, Now, this is a satire movie uh, satirizing uh, most of the space genres, Uh, primarily Star Wars. Exactly, yeah. Um, uh, Directed by Mel Brooks. We've already talked about him on the show where we just worship the dude. Oh, yeah, we do. Uh, Written by Mel Brooks and Thomas Thomas Meehan, I think it is. Uh, uh, Thomas Meehan, Mel Brooks. uh, Oh, and Ronnie Graham. Yeah, so, and if I remember correctly, I believe Ronnie Graham actually appears in Spaceballs as the priest. The uh, yeah, yeah, I do believe you're right. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, Ronnie Graham is minister. Yeah, because right they there. do a commentary on the DVD yeah. together, which is a great commentary for two just old dudes just talking. Yeah, this is actually written written by three, I guess, at the time, uh, older gentlemen. Yeah, and, you know, they're still old now. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're still older now, but... You know, just kind of shows, you know, there, there, there's real comedy right there. Exactly. You've got to have people that know what they're doing to write. You just can't have 20. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying 20-somethings don't know how to write. I they mean, don't know like, how to write satire. No, they really don't. <laughs> no. They, uh, the, 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 like, like the recent epic movies and all that well, stuff. Well, no. Let me just uh, throw okay. out there the 30 Days of Night, uh, where the girl with dragon tattoo knocked up Sarah Marshall. Or oh, whatever. that? Yeah. Was it that? Dude, I didn't touch it. Oh, God. Just uh, the... Looking at the well, looking at the cover looks like yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I had to put that movie on the shelf, and I'm just like, can it was just tra- throw it in the trash? Yeah, I think it's trying to cash in on that uh, haunted house thing. Not even really that. that mm-hmm. That's giving too much credit to haunted house. No, it really is because this is just basically a dude had a hat with different ideas, and then he goes, okay, Dragon Tattoo, Thirty Days of Night, and Paranormal Activity. Woo! We got a movie. Uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, you're right. It was. It's kind of like they threw it in a blender and said, "Okay." Bleh. But uh, off that bullshit, we're, that's what we're dealing with. Why not? Is staying away from bullshit and sticking with the good shit. Yeah, the the, the good thing. This is, um, in my humble opinion, the greatest satire ever. Every satire. When I talk about satire, it always comes back to this. And uh, like I said, it was written by three. I'm just gonna call them fucking geniuses. Yeah. Um, and uh, it stars them as well. Huh? Uh, what was the budget? Oh, the budget. Uh, budget gross. Okay. Say. The budget was twenty-two million seven hundred thousand uh, dollars. That's uh, estimated. Yeah. But its gross in the USA, just the USA alone, was uh, over uh, was thirty-eight million one hundred nineteen thousand four hundred eighty-three dollars. Turned a profit. It turned a, a, a tremendous profit. And back then, that was a tremendous profit. It Today, was. Like, that's a bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, so is Transformers. Fuck off. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. So, what do we do? We get to the cast? Yeah, let's roll together. All right. Uh, top billing uh, on uh, IMDb goes to Mel Brooks. Yeah. As two roles, President Scrooge and Yogurt. 
Two right rolls. Making fun of Yo Yoda. Yes. <laughs> uh, John Candy as Barf. Rest in peace, you the, brilliant fucking mind. Yes, as Chewie. Uh, yeah. You know, like a Chewie. Like yeah, a little sidekick Chewie. And, of course, uh, we've got uh, a man who deserves his retirement, but, God damn it, we really wish he'd come out of it, Rick Moran. Yes. Uh, as Dark Helmet. God, one of the greatest comedic villains ever. Oh, God. He just, uh, it, it's just one of my favorite performances. And uh, a lot of ad-libbed, uh, you know, material, uh, which I think uh, will be covered yeah. uh, when, I, when I get to the trivia of this film. Uh, Bill Pullman as Lone Star. Uh, uh, you may remember him from Independence Day yeah. as the president. Uh, he's been in a lot of good stuff, but this was the first thing I ever saw him in. Yeah. You know, as a kid. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. I think it's Daphne Zuniga? Yeah, Daphne Zuniga. Z-U-N-I-G-A. Yeah, I think you pronounced it. Zuniga? Zuniga! Zuniga. How about I say Zuniga? Daphne Zuniga. Dick Van Patten as King Roland. George Weiner. <laughs> as Colonel Sanders, Colonel Sanders. Yes, <laughs> that's great. Michael Winslow as radar technician. Joan River, Joan Rivers as Dot Matrix. Yeah, yeah, that was one of um, the only rare times that Joan Rivers was uh, funny. Exactly. <laughs> She's not going. Oh, can we talk? Can we talk? Yeah. Yeah. She was actually. Yeah. Stop looking at me. But I guess we'll cut it off. Her. Yeah. There's, there's many too. Uh, you there's know, a lot. There's a big cast in that. Uh, I want to quickly bring up the cameo by. Uh, Jones from Police Academy. Oh, yeah. The guy who does the voice. Michael, you, you actually said it. Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. Oh, I did. Yeah, the radar gunner. Oh, pff, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I, 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 I thought they went past him. I just know him as Jones. Yeah. So when I didn't see Jones, I didn't register. His real know. name is not Jones. He's always Jones in my heart. <laughs> Jones in my heart. Uh, but he was. Police Academy wasn't real. <laughs> shut the fuck up. You're just breaking my heart. <laughs> So I guess we should probably start with the story outline. There yeah, the story outline there. Well, it's basic story outline. It's uh, well, yeah, rescue mission. Yeah, it, it is. It actually is. King Roland of the planet Druidia yeah. is trying to marry his daughter Princess Vespa to Prince Valiant. <laughs> Can't be by Jim J. Bullock. Love it. But Vespa is kidnapped by the evil race of the Spaceballs. The Spaceballs ask Roland a tremendous ransom. Uh, ask him for a tremendous ransom. Uh, all the air of Druidia. You see the air of Spaceball had serious pollution problems. Yep. Uh, the king decides to offer a generous amount of money to a space rogue named Lone Star to persuade him to save Vespa. One million space bucks. Yeah. And what follows is a parody of a lot of famous SF movies. Yeah. So, parody just awesome fucking movies. It is. It just it, it hits. Um, you know, the thing is, the movie hits all the right marks. Oh, yeah. Uh, I laugh at every single one of them, and I find myself laughing... At stuff that I didn't do before, you know. Well, it's it's like, also oh, such a rewatchable movie. It is. Yeah. I have, I have probably seen that movie almost as much as Ghostbusters. It is that good a movie. Um, I can quote Spaceballs yeah. word for word, everything down to the freaking music cues. Yeah, it's just, um, uh, yeah, uh, the big why not there? Why not? It's, it's a yeah, great it's, idea. It's. Basically, like, if you have any reasons of asking why Spaceballs, then you're not going to understand it. No, uh, you're, you're, you're really not, because it's just that uh, there were so many things that called for it, you know, and uh, I will say brilliantly executed. Yeah, it's like, you, you know what you're coming into it when the prince called Prince Valium yes. dozing off at the altar. If you're uh, not laughing at that 
Can't stop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love the fact that it doesn't just jump to the, oh, yeah, we're going to say fuck. Yeah. No. I mean, actually, the movie, they only say fuck once, and it's from Dark Helmet. Yeah. He says, fuck, even in the future, nothing works. They don't rely. Now, look, I love Risque. I love Risque. <laughs> love it all, but I love the fact that you, when, I love it when people can be funny without going there. Yeah. And that is a true testament to talent. And they hit every mark. I mean, just being like silly, like cartoony stuff, like uh, I'm jumping to the end here. I like the part where uh, the actor from Alien has a alien pop out of his oh, chest. Yeah. He goes, oh no, not again. And then it jumps out and it terrorizes. Oh, and it's not over yet. Yeah. It doesn't stop there. The thing, it's very creepy. You're kind of going, holy shit, it's an alien. Then it puts on a top hat. Picks up a cane and starts going, Hello, my baby! Hello, my honey! You know, the Michigan, Michigan yeah. J. Frog. The Michigan J. Frog thing, and then goes into a thing, and they go, it goes into a little a hotel, yeah. and then they go, Check, please. Yeah. Without but even skipping a beat. Skipping a beat. It just. <laughs> it, they, know, they know to be in on the joke, but they execute it so perfectly. Another thing. Yeah. The uh, trying to figure out where they're at. So they decide, Let's watch Spaceballs. Yeah. How can we? We're, like, still, making we're still making it. Oh, it's the latest and greatest video thing. It's called Instant Video. They're out before the movie is finished. And you know what? Sometimes you really feel like movies are out before they're finished. They are. <laughs> they are. They are. And that actually still rings true to today. Like uh, the Avengers movie. That movie was pretty much already made the moment Iron Man uh, was made true. in the ending credits. So Spaceballs making that joke, it really stre- it really. St- survives the stretch of time. Oh, yeah. Even though they're working with cassettes and not DVDs, it's still the premise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd crank it out faster with DVDs back if they, oh, yeah. if they realized there was going to be DVDs back in that day. Oh, they probably would. And you know what? I It still doesn't wreck anything for me. I mean, you got home video releases. I love the little um, nods. They had, like, all the... T- all the films. Also, one of them was off. They had a uh, reference to Friday the 13th. They had that as yeah. one of the VHS tapes. I just caught that in trivia, and I didn't... I didn't spot that, but I'm going to look for it okay, now. I'm like, oh, really? There was a it was still one of those movies where you can find things every yeah. point. But then also, too, like we also said, there's points that still make you laugh. Oh, yeah. At the million viewings. Like, oh. Combing the Desert. Oh, God. Yes. We ain't found shit. That was, if I remember correctly, I think that was the first movie I can remember that had cursing in it. Yeah. That I was allowed to watch. That you were allowed to watch, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, it just, it, it is. And, of course, it's two black guys with a pick. Oh god, that's that is so hilarious. The thing is, for some reason, is 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 a little maybe racially sensitive. That could be the movie is so approachable. Oh yeah, it really is, especially if you have the right frame of mind. Well, it's, like it's, it's harmless. It's harmless. Yeah, right? if, you, if you're getting racially offended by that scene where two black guys are combing the desert with a with, pr- with the pick, pick uh, then turn it off. Turn it off. You you have no sense of humor. Yeah, you've got you you have to with you have to do that with all satires, but you really need that with this yeah. one. And the thing is, uh, even if I'm not in the right state of mind, it could put me in the right state of mind. I mean, I can have a real bad day. I put on that movie, and I, I can't help but smile. It's, it's that's what Spaceballs is. It is. It's an escape, and it um, it's it's just very refreshing. Oh, yeah. um, uh, I've got I've got like more uh, to say on it. I mean, the, the acting. It's great. The actors uh, they take the roles very seriously, and what I mean by that is they they cut loose. With the characters, but you believe that the characters, uh, they're, 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 they're not in on the joke. 
they, they play it as a real movie. They play it as a real movie. It's it's totally. I mean, the plot of sucking the air out of a place. It actually is very, very serious and a very well thought out plot. But then the way they suck it out though it gives the humor. Oh, there you go with Meteor Maid. Yeah, ch- changing the ship into Meteor Maid. Yeah, they're like she's she's not just that. She's a transformer. Oh, that was great. And then they're sitting there watching it, doing his job, and they're going, suck, 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 suck. Oh, what about the Planet of the Apes reference? Oh, God. Oh, shit. There goes the planet. Spaceballs. Oh, Oh, shit. There goes the planet. (laughs) (laughs) And also, like we were talking about with how the actors jumped, like, headfirst into it. The early incarnations of Barf, if I remember correctly, was going to be a full-on, like, almost chewy suit. Right, right. But then Mel Brooks decided kind of like, we're not going to get the humor out of this. We're not. John's not going to be able to do what he needs to do. Yeah. So they really tried a different incarnation. And, and then they came with what they did. You know, I'm not really sure 100% what they did do. Now, it is makeup. But yeah, it's makeup, but the ears, ears move. The ears were animatronic and the tail was under control. That is so simple and stupendous. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. It really did. Um, uh, especially... You know, especially with the the little dot yeah. over his eye and thing. You know, he's half dog stuff like yeah. that. It, I'm a log. Yeah, half man, half dog. I'm, I'm my, my own best, best friend. friend. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and, and then randomly getting his tail caught indoors and whatnot. Oh, <laughs> and that's just actually one of the things that was uh, thought about. It's like Mel Brooks understood that you know expression, the everything that when when you see somebody's expression. Especially John Candy. Uh, oh yeah, it's very important. Especially when what about mass makes luggage? He's like, mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't have been able to do that with a full on Chewie suit. Oh no. Um, I mean, and, and it's really, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a testament. Uh, I cannot compliment this man enough. Uh, we did the whole episode where we basically give him a verbal blowjob. I know, I know. We're we're, we're really good at that. Yeah. Um, well, when we like the people, if it's something we like, we freak. I know, I know. But if you're if you're haters, oh, your ass is such grass. Uh, with us, but, but yeah, Mel Brooks exactly. is a saint. He is. He is actually. He's a Jewish saint. Uh, yeah. I, I I really hope. I mean, I. I, I um, I really hope to be half the artist and half the genius, uh, or no, even a quarter. Yeah, if we can have an ounce of his talent, that'd be freaking yeah, amazing. Just, just the realization—it's kind of like okay, well, it doesn't have to be a full-on, you know. It's like it doesn't have to look like Star Wars to get the characters there. Well, you know what they're making fun. Well, of. like on the, the talent side too. Like when we make like that one joke on here where we get a good laugh, we know we got a good laugh. Oh, yeah. This guy gets it every day. He does. Yeah, every day and lasts the test of time with his movies. Exactly. And uh, um, th- 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 that's the really the big thing I can think of. It's like, is there more you want to add to uh, it there? Because, like I said, well, I, we, I can just keep going off on... Um, uh, there's one big, like, tongue-in-cheek moment with um, the merchandise. Oh, yeah, merchandising, where the real movie, uh, money yeah, the movie is. Because, like, when, um, like we talked before about on the Mel Brooks uh, Look at Us, Look from us uh, episode. You're talking about how Lucas is like, I'm cool with the movie and everything. You just can't merchandise anything. Yeah. Yeah. And then that whole sequence is just like, that's brilliant. That is so brilliant. You know, mm-hmm. he's just basically kind of nudging Lucas. He's not really telling him to go fuck himself. It's just like, oh, look, he goes, look what I'm doing. I'm You're, talking about merchandising. You're you. still. I'm, I, I'm doing what I'm not allowed to do. Well, but no, I mean, he was allowed to do it, I believe. It's just he couldn't market it. Right. Yeah, and I think that might well the fact that he couldn't market it 
that may give an idea of like, let's throw a plane floor into this. Yeah, like the, oh, the kids love this one. Yeah, and that then was well done. And then also you throw into the other the, imp- the improvised scene with Dark Element in his office with oh the toys. Yeah. Hey, what you doing, my friend? Yeah. yeah. That yeah, he just I, I, I just keep playing with your balls. <laughs> yeah, he just let Rick Moranis roll with it, which yeah. I thought was um, really cool. And that's the thing; he knew his talent. Yeah. He knew uh, that's another thing he does. He knows who he's working with, and he just he, he knows when to just step back and go. I just go nuts. I mean, yeah. that's that and that is. And he probably did the same thing with Vespa. Uh huh. Where uh, Daphne Zuniga is mm-hmm. in the prison, he's probably like, "We need you to sing," and he's probably like, "Can you do a baritone?" Yeah, <laughs> nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know she played played with that, and probably the same thing can be said with Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein. I mean, even though you know we, we talked about yeah. how they had creative differences, but he re- he then called because the they were. I mean, they were friends, they're buddies, homies, yeah. you know, amigos. Yeah. And um, you know, it, uh, you know, disagreement aside, they were put that aside in yeah. order to put together. I seriously, doubt there would have been any kind of disagreement on the set of Spaceballs. Oh no. Yeah, no, not with what was going on there. Maybe probably the only thing I'd probably say would be the disagreement is if Rick Moranis did his stunt for the ludicrous scene, getting propelled into the control board. Oh Jesus! Yeah, he probably yeah. Was like, do I really have to do that? Yeah, I don't know if he was on stage or what that. If that was a you know a stunt double. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, the stunt double joke was great. Yeah, <laughs> all there. You captured the stunt doubles. That was great. Yeah, and they. They rolled with every punch that they wanted. To summarize uh, this uh, discussion, we already said it's a 10. Spaceballs is a 10, but we're going to throw out some just some quick, fast trivia for you. Yeah, fun facts. A little bit of fun facts for you that, and our crack team of researchers, <laughs> us, us, well, I'll discover for you. Okay, so I guess for the, uh, the first big one is that um, Mel Brooks, he actually wrote the script in six months. He wrote a genius. I could write scripts in six months. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to knock him for that. Yeah, I know. Really, for six months, that's a lot of effort. I mean, yeah. Uh, if it's six months, I'm like, is this six months nonstop? Or if he's doing this within six months, like he sits down, writes like a page, and then goes golfing the next day, that just contributes yeah. to his. Genius. That's exactly it. It's basically Mel Brooks is that type of genius. He'll take a couple yeah. hours a day, and then Barth gets his tail caught. Yeah, it was probably just all fun for him. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, it's a day at the movies. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and then um, the next one up is the Wilhelm scream. Uh, Wilhelm scream. Yep. yep. When Barth, uh, uh, you know, he uh, holds up that little pipe and they shoot sh- out of it, it goes choo, 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 choo. the last one that gets hit is, of course, a very famous Wilhelm scream. Okay. Ah! And we'll try uh, anytime a Wilhelm scream comes up in these movies for why not. We'll definitely make sure to point out where. I, I gotta scream. mention it because it's one of my favorite reused. Oh things. yeah. There's a thing on if you look at them right. Go Wilhelm. Uh, type in Wilhelm screams in YouTube. They'll give a whole bunch of lists, and that's not even all of them. Yeah. They have utilized that sucker so much. It's everywhere. And then there's another one that was part of that DVD commentary where uh, Mel Brooks talks about how much he loved playing the younger character, but he put himself through a lot, like being on his knees for several months on end. Uh, yeah, he was and, on knee pads, right? Yeah, knee pads, and then also, too, the horrible, horrible rash the yogurt mm-hmm. makeup gave him. But yeah. as everybody says, um, I kind of live my creative life this way. Art isn't safe. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. No, art, yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, was it, who said the Rob Zombie? I think Rob Zombie yeah, said Yeah, Rob Zombie says art, art is not safe. Art know, is it's not, not safe. uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's what it is. And, uh, well, he 
he definitely suffered suffered for his art, and it's like he said. He said it was all worth it. Yeah, he loves yogurt, and everybody. I love yogurt. Yogurt is uh, everybody loves yeah. Spaceballs. Everybody, I know. I've never seen anybody. I talk about the movie Spaceballs. Anybody who's seen it, yeah. they go, "Oh, I love that one." Yeah, I never say, "God, whoa, Spaceballs, little piece of shit." Yeah. Usually, that understand. person gets punched in the face. Yeah, I, I've never heard it. Yeah, I have yet to hear anybody really knock it. Yeah. Um, I'm still keeping an ear out, though. Yeah, because I want to punch that person in yeah, the face. Yeah, I want to punch that guy in the face. Like, you have no soul. Yeah. And, uh, Demon! <laughs> oh, you don't know what funny is, asshole. Uh, but, okay, I think this is the biggest one. Uh, well, actually, I'm sorry, no, not the biggest, but this is one that I thought, you know, you know how I thought how simple and how neat uh, Barf's costume was? Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, uh, John Candy controlled, like, the tail. Yeah, you know, yeah, he had a little control in Yeah, yeah, apparently he had a little control in his paw, and uh, two uh, stagehands off uh, would, like, control, like, the left and right ear. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's still pretty simple, but pretty awesome. But, oh, man, I think the clincher on this is his suit, his costume, was powered by a 30-pound battery that was strapped to his uh, to John Candy's back. Yeah. Now, there is a guy, another guy that's suffering for his own yeah. right there. 30 pounds. That, I, I mean, have you actually just lifted, like, a 30-pound, like, car battery or stuff like that? I'd be crying by the end Dude, of the day. Dude, it is heavier than hell, and he had that sucker on his back. Yeah. I mean... Well, that's suffering for your art. Yeah, John Candy, you're still a god. Yeah, he, wherever you're dude, at, he, he's yeah. immortal. He's a, he is. He's always been that comic genius. Yeah, and just like anybody that's in this movie, this this movie is immortal. It holds up today and holds up then. It, uh, yeah. So why not spaceballs? Why not spaceballs, guys? And now uh, I guess the way we end uh, all of our why nots is some fast why nots. <laughs> some why quick not? uh, recommendations for your viewing pleasure. And we're going to just give you one each of uh, favorite satire to check out. All right. Yeah. Uh, Bill? I say, why not Robin Hood Men in Tights? Yeah, another Mel Brooks classic. Uh, of course. Yeah. And mm-hmm. kind of, I don't, I don't want to say Robin Hood Men in Tights was, is kind of lost in time, but also mm-hmm. it's a good one whenever you can get the chance to watch it. It is. It is. Just, it, it, it's, it's a good one to pop in. Not, not up on par with Spaceballs, but you know what? It's it's Mel. It's Mel. And he knows what he's doing. Exactly. And that's 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 the feeling I get from it. Yeah. Um, for me, my recommendation for satires is going to be Basketball. The Trey Parker and Matt Stone yes. star, starring comedy from mm-hmm. the Zuckers, if I remember correctly. Or uh, one of the Zuckers. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, it yeah, was, Zucker, it was both Zucker brothers. Yeah, great uh, professional sports satire. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was it, it was it was great, and the thing is, when I found out that uh, when I first you know heard that oh Trey Parker and Matt Stone they were going to show their faces, this is before I had even seen yeah. Metal the Music. I didn't think I'm like oh great, the creators actually want to be on camera. They're going to be yeah. making. Oh god, this sucks. Yeah, this is going to suck, and I'm like, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. It was funny. I used to play basketball on free uh, uh, PE time. There you go. Yeah, last chance. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody get this guy a hot dog. Yeah. yeah so. and, oh, yeah, you can't argue the sight gags and the freaking oh. double entendres of oh, the movie. That was They're great. freaking, like, come and uh, polish my floor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Could it? Uh, uh, Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. At least on carpet. <laughs> I also like the, um, oh, I like the part where um, the song, 
I think that's my personal favorite part. He's listening to a, some kind of song that's yeah. telling him everything. Telling tell his wife, Sally Control. Yeah. yeah, your girlfriend thinks you suck. Yeah, and those words on your dick are going to go away. It knows everything about him. Look out ahead, there's a... Yeah. Look, and it's that song by Trey Parker, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Look out ahead, there's a truck changing lanes. You've got some mustard on your upper lid. And those words on your dick are going to go away. Go away. Unless you use topical dream every day. I mean, and any way to end this would be perfect to be ending it that way. Yes. Using... Use your topical cream every day. Why not? Because those general warts are never going to go away. Yes. So why not? Basketball. Basketball. And why not baseball? <laughs>